for the players. I'm Ryan Benson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture's PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in the games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to be part of future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all our links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. Uh, yeah, you can get in the chat and have a damn good time. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. Uh, additionally, if you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating, a written review, all that crap. Watching us on the YouTubes, like, subscribe, comment below. I do my very best to reply to every comment that does appear. If you have a question for Max, I will pass it on to Max. That's how it works. If you want to support us financially, you can. Patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popculture.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Max. All those pregnant pauses. Hey, Ben. Uh, yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. It's been... Uh, I, I, I've, my work schedule's changed a bit, so I'm starting earlier, finishing earlier, which is which has been nice. Because you mentioned that last week. So how has the routine affected you? Like, has, has it changed your, your, your scope of life? I mean, I sleep sl- slightly less than I probably should. Um, but, you know, sometimes you've got to have some time to... For, rest and relaxation and video games so <laughs> yeah, i sleep two. i sleep two hours less so i can get two hours of me time uh, well that's no well, yeah I'm, I'm in that weird same boat actually i've been staying up progressively later and later <laughs> for the last like i don't know how many weeks like i used to be pretty good and pretty consistent i'm like i'm in bed by 10 i'm in bed by mm. 10 that's the rules and now it's like, I'm in bed by quarter past. I'm in bed by 10.30. I'm in bed by 11. If I'm in bed before midnight, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I mean, my schedule's pretty pretty chill. So, like, I work from midnight until 7. I come home, get, go straight to bed, mm-hmm. get up at 1. My wife handballs me the kid. She goes to work. I do the daddy daycare thing till 8 p.m. when I handball the kid back to my wife. <laughs> then I play video games. And then at 11 o'clock, I get off and get ready for work rinse and repeat so i sleep for about four and a half to five hours a day jesus i'm at like six so that's not so bad i don't know i feel i try and nap on the couch when i can when the kids asleep (laughs) well yeah i remember when i when i used to have my daddy daycare days i would try and get a sneaky sleep in when he did Mm. my son did that was was a good way to go about it oh but my week is yawn i'm just tired and i just probably explained why i'm tired that's my completely my fault um, yeah, um, I did the same thing last night. I think I passed out about 11 o'clock. I went to bed and got up at 11 o'clock this morning. So, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I tend to be doing the same thing. I'm like, have these shitty late night sleeps. And then I just kind of go hard on Saturday morning. And everyone's, and my wife's like, would you sleep so long? I'm like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not much is going on for me this week, man. About the same, about the usual. Nothing too uh, uh, crazy around the ordinary. I bought this. And I'm very happy for those that are playing home. It's the Fiend Bray Wyatt as an action figure because I'm an adult. 
Um, that was pretty cool, and I'm happy with that. But uh, uh, what have we been playing this week, Max? That's the real question. Uh, so I've been playing more more golf, more, more PGA, uh, more PGA 2K21. Man, it, it's fun. It's addictive as poo, isn't it? I um, love it. I've uh, been playing a little bit of uh, a game I'm assuming we'll be talking about a little bit later what in the show. Let's just, just, just get right out of the bat now. Oh, we've been been playing Project Cars Three. Yeah, so uh, uh, so uh, surprisingly, I received an inbo- an email in my inbox from uh, the team over at Banzai, and they're like, "Hey, here's Project Cars Three. If you want to give it a bell." And I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> so I did, and we and I've been playing it. Mm. So uh, yeah, obviously it's the third in the series uh, from Project Cars. Uh, there there has been some shifts in in pun not intended. Uh, around uh, Project Cars. So Project Cars began its life as a as a simulator. So it in, was in you know really hard by the thing like think think GT, think Forza Motorsport, like sim, like hardcore simulation. With this one, they've taken a turn. They've uh, <laughs> sought in a little bit. I, I wish I meant all these turns. I wish I missed all these things, but I'm actually not. They sub- brought in a lot more arcadey stuff. So the looks a bit more arcadey. It feels a bit more arcadey. Yet there's still some simulation spirit in there, and I believe that might be a point of contention for you. Well, see, yeah. So I described it as it's not quite as sim as Forza, but it's not quite as arcadey as Need for Speed, and it sits somewhere in the middle. Mm. And I feel that sometimes its identity gets lost on itself. It really it does. It doesn't know what it's trying to be. Yeah, like it seems it- like it's it seems like it's trying to hit both crowds, mm. and it and it just misses on both ends. I think. Yeah, because what some of so. Some of the things that, that fall on the sim side, right? So, uh, you the, the big thing is obviously hitting corners correctly, hitting them at the right speed, hitting them at the right angle, and all that all that crap is sort of the big thing uh, for this title. Then, additionally, you've got if you swing wide on a corner and you leave the track, you your lap time will be invalidated. If you hit a barrier, your lap time will be invalidated. Uh, so, there, there's a couple of things, and it's, there's obviously a lot of you know hitting times etc so there's a lot of that simulation stuff but then it's more arcadey in the way that you spec your car there's no fine tuning it's like here's this part and this part and this part and each part Mm. has three tiers it's like oh sorry four the base low medium and high and that's pretty much how it works and that's it you just interchange the parts you want to get the class that you need so there's no simulation there even remotely uh, additionally, when you're playing, uh, you can just fucking ram cars and it has no repercussions, which I come to learn. So yeah, you can use the cars to help you slow down around a corner rather than actually break. Just like, but if you dare hit a fucking wall or slightly skid off track, you will lose your lap time. But apparently hitting them does zilch. Um, and then, of course, there's the whole the, the whole aesthetic of it is very arcadey comparatively, and that seems to be an intentional decision. Um, am mm. I missing anything, Max, on the, on those two descriptors? No, not really. I think you've I think you've hit it right on the head. Um, yeah, graphic wise, gameplay wise, you know, as as all car games do, 
they look really good. Yeah, like, the game the does look stunning. Look, uh, the look game fantastic. does look stunning, and it is and it's something that we see in in a lot of racing games, mostly around the idea because they're working within these tracks, uh, mm. and they are working within very very walled off areas. They can jack that uh, visual fidelity up. Uh, now, I was playing on a PS4 Pro, so I did opt for the because uh, uh, they they had the resolution or performance mode. I chose performance. I think the higher frame rate would be something that I would be more interested in personally. Um, so in terms of performance issues, like I didn't really have anything too major. Uh, I sometimes get really weird screen tearing in the boot up screen, which mm. is always bizarre. But other than that, it seems to run really, really well. I think the biggest issues that I have with it, are, as you said before, that blend between the simulation and the arcade. Playing it though, I have an absolute blast. Before we get into like those like final, like, you know, the nitty and gritty on how we're enjoying playing it or how we're not enjoying playing it. Is there anything objective about it? Like the graphics, that sort of crap? No, I think we, I think, well, I think you covered it really well. Um, I also haven't had any, any major bugs apart from the odd. Um, I had some, uh, my, I, I had a hardware issue where my controller just wouldn't recognize any of the button inputs for oh, a while. Oh, it froze that for was, me once too, completely like brick my place. <laughs> that was fun. But I haven't had any, uh, haven't had any graphical errors no crazy bugs no no anything like that i mm. uh, ran really smoothly my playstation didn't try and take off which is always nice considering i'm still playing on one of the earliest models of playstation 4s yeah so, <laughs> so it, oh, i should also mention it like there might be some slight difference here additionally this week i did go and get my playstation re-thermoed i we pulled i went to go saw my friend ethan at tag mods we pulled it apart we blowed out like a, a blew out like a cl- like a mushroom cloud of dust and then we uh re uh reheat synced the uh the, the the fans and shit so uh it's running whisper quiet right now <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. I highly recommend you everyone do it. Like, because you've had if you've had your PS4 for seven years, if you've had it for three years or four years, like I've had my Pro and I've beaten the shit out of it. Um, highly recommend you get in there. Yeah, it's something I should probably think about doing. Actually, yeah, well, you have the skill set. You know how to like do yeah. things. I don't, so I was like, even I, I need to do my my computer at the same time. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, back uh, to Project Cars. Yes, yeah. Um, no, I, like, like I said, like I said, or like you said, I think we've hit most of the most of the points. Yeah, my my biggest issue with it, it seems to be its its lack of identity. Of, I'm not sure if it's a a sim or an arcade. Uh, I'm really enjoying my time with it. I have been playing it the majority of this week, and I don't think I still have a actual valid valid lap time because I. Oh wow! I suck. What difficulty are you playing on? So I'm playing it on not the very easiest, but one up. So I've got the, it gives me the track indicators of, hey man, you should probably think about slowing down here to make mm-hmm. this corner right. And then I'm like, nah, I can push it a little bit further. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm trying to get, push those yawns out so they don't come back. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing on like the novice, like there's beginner, novice and whatever, whatever. I'm playing on novice as well. Mm. Um, knowing that my skill gap, my skill there is, is trash. Uh, yeah. So those indicators are incredibly helpful. Like when you turn a corner, there are three, there's, uh, essentially an exclamation mark being like, slow the fuck down. Then there's, if you want to hit the corner correctly, hit it here. And then here is your third. And there's normally a third that's like now kick back in a gear. Yeah. That pun was not intended, but also works as well. 
Yeah, so like it's, and then that allows you to get those perfect corners and sort of string together these reasonable combos. Um, so I'm in the same boat. I, I am really, really enjoying it. I've had numerous uh, legitimate wins. I've come first, I've ranked first, um, but I've also had valid times. Once I sort of started uh, getting the hang of it, because it's, because I primarily play arcade racing games, whatever I do. So like Need for Speed Heat mm. was probably one I played most recently. Um, and I, so I just fang corners. Mm. I was like, I just like drift my way around it, whatever. But the game isn't built for that. So like, even though no. it's simmy, it's not that, sorry, it's arcadey. It's not that arcadey. So once I got around that corner, oh, oh God damn it. Once I turned <laughs> that corner and then uh, really sort of knew what I needed to do, I was starting to hit those corners correctly and, and keep pace and, you know, draft behind people and play it smart and be a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more tactical in how I was driving yeah. and how I was playing. Uh, and then additionally, I was, cause I was streaming, I did stream it on Thursday night. Um, there was a gentleman by the name of, uh, uh, X pilot, uh, who was coming in and giving me a bit, bit of tips around it from projects, cars one and two. Uh, where it's like, yeah, from what I've heard, you can just ram people. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And like that completely changed everything because I was trying, I was doing my very best not to engage with- in other people uh, because it's one of those things. If like if if I bump this wall ever so slightly, it's an invalidation. Uh, what happens if I ram someone? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, there are minor things as well. It- it's almost as if the uh, the uh, the, uh, the other races AI they don't have to shift when they turn corners they seem to can just like smoothly and keep going like there's never like that minor you know when you change a gear and it kind of like the Mm. car hitches a little bit Um, none of that is present on the other cars they seem to take almost impossible turns with ease even on these lower difficulties Um, so that like that's a a weird hurdle because like you know you try to take every corner and you're hitting every perfect corner and you're say in first or second, and next thing this guy just goes <laughs> past you and then just fucks right off. You're like, how is that even possible? Well, I mean, because because you can tune your car when you when you not, start so not you- not in the not in the lower class because all upgrades affects your your yeah ranking. yeah so yeah so I accidentally did this I upgraded my car too much and and went from an E to a D and then I couldn't use my car anymore I'm so like, I had to well, go back and downgrade everything and then yeah. like push that but line you, to D as you, far if, as I could if you have it on the upper edge of the of the grading system you can. Well, I have been, and I'm still getting that, like, I'm getting this, it's one of those things, like, if you just shank one corner a little bit, then everyone's like, ha So, it's my hiccup, but as I said, saying that, I, uh, I'm, like, I don't have, like, I certainly don't have OCD, and I, I, you know, there's that sort of issue with everyone, you know, making that uh, reference, but um, I have become very meticulous, and I am very meticulous around games when it comes to clearing everything. So, each... It's almost like small series, like six. So there's like six in a. Uh, each mm. class has like six series, and within that series, there are four races. There's three and a championship. Um, so I'm on the oh shit fourth or fifth of of the class and then, E, and I've cleared all of them. And then like each, each individual race also have their own little like three, uh, three goals in each challenges race, yeah. or goals. Yeah, yeah. So, so some some. I think I completed one this morning. I got. I think it was like complete five uh, perfect turns, 
uh, do five clean overtakes in thirty seconds or a minute or something. And then and and then I think the last one was like reach a top speed of one hundred and forty miles per hour or something like that. Yeah, and I managed to get I managed to get all three. I'm like, wow, that's impressive, for, especially for me who normally can't, you know. <laughs> do any of these yeah things. so i i have been i'm been a bit of a stickler and i've been i've been intentionally getting all three with mm. either first or second run that i can like i i will do my very best like if it's if, it, if it's not win the race then i'm like well i will go for the challenges and then if i happen to win mint if i happen to get on podium mint like there seems to be no no hindrance in not coming yep. first which is kind of bizarre but i like it you know because you can you can still do well and not come first. Yeah, like even if you even if you don't podium, you're still getting that currency to better your cars and to buy newer cars as you progress through the game. You don't you don't need those wins to guarantee yourself uh, the the, the in game currency that you need to to mm. make those purchases. And the in game nice. currency, like I I I didn't go hunting for microtransactions, so I can't I can't confirm it. Confirm that. I mean, we're playing it prior to launch as well because that game came out uh, yesterday at time of recording on the Friday. Um, but yeah, the, it seemed to be plentiful enough that I was able to buy like three cars and upgrade them. And, and like, I didn't have too much of a problem in order to get the money that I need. Saying mm. that though, um, the supercars or you know, the, the big high-end racing cars, uh, they are substantially more expensive. So I, as you know, there is, there does seem to be a bit of a scale in the, 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 high, uh, the higher races you play, the more money reward you get. Um, but you know, right now I'm living within the, like the hundred thousand sort of early area. But when you're looking at cars that are four or $500,000 in game, it's like, oh, well, that's going to take me a while to, to get some coin for. Yeah. Final thoughts, Max. The time I've played with it, I've enjoyed, but I don't think, I don't think this is a, this is a me game. Mm. I can't, I can't find my rhythm yeah you can't get that like, in it i guess yeah. yeah yeah because so my i i I've, i grew up playing arcade game like arcade races like your, your need for speeds and i did move to to forza for a bit uh but i did uh horizon not motorsport so it's mm-hmm. less simmy it's kind of similar in in project cars 3 where it's it's not quite sim but it's not quite arcade um it was just yeah, I don't know what it is about this particular game. I just because I find myself so terrible at it, it's not the game's fault that I'm not enjoying it. I think uh, I think people I that yeah. I think I think people that are that that enjoy playing racing games and and are quite good at them would love this game. Like, you know, yeah. it's got all the things that you would want. It's got hundreds of cars to, you know, to race. It's got multiple tra- it's got uh, uh, tons of tracks uh, it does it is light in the upgrading like you said it's it's very arcadey in its upgrade system it doesn't have that fine tuning points but as a racer i can't i can't see why i can't see people wanting too much more than good mm-hmm. tracks and a good choice of cars and this is definitely hitting all those or ticking all those boxes but unfortunately uh, for me uh i just not enjoying it as much as I really wish I would. Yeah. So, like, the last couple of games that we've reviewed, specifically PGA Tour 2K21 and Project Cars, uh, I intentionally picked P- P- uh, PGA Tour and then Car- Project Cars happened to come our way and it fit the same narrative. What I was wanting to do is I wanted to push what 
we what I play. Mm. So for the longest time, we've had we've been in this luxury position where I've been able to ask for games to catch my interest, or I buy games of my interest and I play them. So there was a window of time back in the day where we, I would play stuff that would break my what I'm used to, what I enjoy. So here, I'm like, well, I haven't done that in a while. So golf games are cool. I are cool, I guess. Let's see how this one goes. This looks like a sim racer. I don't play sim racers. Do it. And I've, I've been very fortunate that both those games fucking rock and I've enjoyed them. Like PGA, mm. I'm having a blast with. This I'm having a blast with as well. It's just, it's... I'm not fucking burpy now. Like it's hitting a different part of me if that makes sense so like yeah like the racing racing games aren't my wheelhouse i know that so when i go in i go in being like i'm gonna i'm gonna suck at this and i'm gonna learn and that has been fun it's been fun picking it up learning it trialing it and then tweaking it and seeing how i go i have been thoroughly enjoying that part (laughs) of it. it it was fun uh being out of my comfort zone but i i seem to I, so I've been playing it for the better part of a week now mm. and I'm not improving. And it's not uh, the game's fault. It, like it's it's 100% of the game's fault. The game has all the tools that I possibly could need to be better and I'm just not using them. Yeah, see, similar to PGA Tour. I can see and yeah. feel myself getting better. Like, you know, when I was, I, when I was playing I, PGA, I, I, I was, was going like over par, over par, even... Mm. under par or more under par you know like i'm noticing that i'm actually seeing an improvement and i'm seeing that here with with the times that i'm hitting um you know how like how well i'm going through challenges like i'm getting podium finishes i'm like i'm clearly getting better here Mm. i think i'll i think i'll definitely keep playing it um it's but yeah we'll i i I do hope i get better because i i i do like the premise of racing games I'm just, yeah, I've just never been able to grasp it well. I wonder if it's because I'm playing with a controller. I wonder if it takes that, that, um, so what I'm looking for. If I wonder if I just had a, a steering wheel as opposed to a controller, if uh, it would be a little yeah. bit easier to, to like wrap my head around type thing. Potentially, potentially. Well, either way, let us know what you think about Project Cars 3. If you played it, is it are you showing interest in it? Uh, let me know in the comments below. And as I mentioned, this code was provided to us by Banzai Namco Australia. So thank you to them um, for lovingly putting that in my inbox unexpectedly. Uh, oh, before we get into uh, the news this week, Max, I should do my Ryan Get Less Fat update. Uh, keeps me accountable. So for those that don't know, I have been on a weight loss journey uh, as of January 1st. Um, So as of today, the 29th of August, I have lost a total of 23.6 kilograms uh, with my idea of uh, getting pretty for pack. So I got, thank you, sir. I've got seven more weeks to, to get the best result I can because that's when that's when PAX is and that was my initial goal point I ain't gonna stop I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna do the very best I can but PAX weekend PAX weekend so yeah that's that's awesome so like my, the you know we've, we've discussed my injury in the past and how it's kind of put me on the sidelines for a while is my busted asshole um, oh yeah I was wondering where you were going with yeah. this <laughs> yeah so that that's kind of healed now so I uh, I mean st- almost no pain which is fantastic 
So I've been able to return to DDP yoga, been able to return to walking. And now that I'm even thinner, I can probably might, might, I've been doing a little bit of running as well. Just try to try to get that heart rate going a little bit. Um, and of course still going with, uh, the man shake, uh, as my diet. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's like, an, it's one of those things like, because I've been doing it for so long now, I keep, I, not like I forget, but it's just like 20, like when I hit, remember when I hit 15, that seems so impressive. And now that I'm almost at 25 kilos down, I'm look back, I'm like 15. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like internally, I'm like, that, that seems so far, uh, that, that seems so long ago. And now that I'm like, because it is a slow burn, especially with the last six weeks being sort of unable to do what I want to do, um, you know, it's, it's kind of slowed down my journey. I, you know, I should be higher. My weight loss should be higher at this point, but unexpected delays, you know. What you going to do? Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy year. It has been a crazy year. So I am a little bit proud of myself. The fact that in a garbage, garbage year, I've been able to do uh, get the motivation to do something good. Mm. That does that doesn't happen often, especially for me. That's all right. Are you are you still on that journey, Max? Are you still giving it a bell? I've dropped the shakes. I found that I was getting. I actually got really sick. Oh wow! For eight for ages. So I'm just doing. You know, I'm still doing my. I do about 15k walking a day, like just doing my my day job. Mm. And then um, I'm a little bit more active during the day now that I'm running around after a child. Yeah, that does help. And that's one thing, like, you know, that, that's one thing that I've noticed about being able to run around with James and stuff has been, been an advantage for me. Um, you know, I, I can now sprint and wrestle with him and do whatever I need. And it's, it's feeling better. Like, it's, it's, a less, yeah. it's less demanding on my body, which is, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Done, done with the shakes. Do you have any spare shakes lying around? Cause you know, I do, man. Yeah, do, man. If you, we don't if want, you them. want them. I'll fucking take yeah, them. Yeah, if you I, want them, man. I ain't stopping anytime soon, so. Yeah, Definitely. it's interesting they made you one. Wow, that sucks. That yeah, sucks I got, I got, I got wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe you're too much of a shock on your body. Oh, well, that sucks. That sucks hard. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, I know the run sheet has game Gamescom first, Max, but we let's, can, let's, we can let's, let's get to that in a minute. We are, what I want to get to right now, it's the name of the episode. It is the little rumor mill that's going on right now, and it is a, 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 a rumored release date for the PS5. <laughs> Uh, speculation has come about on tweet on the tweeters from relatively so- good sources. Uh, it's been put down that November 13, Friday, November the 13 is the date, uh, with, uh, belief that Xbox will be going the week before on the 6th of November, which is a bummer because it's my birthday, very preferred PlayStation, but that's cool. Uh, now this does tend to line up with a lot of things, Max. This lines up with the numerous next-gen release dates, like the likes of Valhalla and Call of Duty and uh, I don't know, other ones. Um, mm. So there does seem to be a, a, a good bit of information here. It's interesting for Xbox. If Xbox come out on the 6th, but no games are coming out to the Friday after, it's been interesting. But um, their, their idea of blended generations, it shouldn't affect them too hard. What do you? What's your speculation? What's your your thoughts on this potential mid-November release date? So we we spoke about this what 
maybe half an hour ago. Mm. And, um, man, I until- sent you, I sent you the tweet, didn't I? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent me the tweet. So, I've, I myself have seen from multiple sources as well, especially on Twitter, that the 23rd- No, the 13th, sorry. The 13th is, 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 uh, release date. And unfortunately, with, with so many people saying that and without an official word from Sony, I feel that people are just throwing crap at the wall to see what sticks at this oh, point. Oh, big time. And uh, like we, we've referred to him here before. That is the, the Twitter account Iron Man PS5 or whatever. I feel that he is just throwing any bit of information. So he's like, look, if I make up enough things, one of them will be true and we'll go from there. And as of right like, now, I don't think he's predicted a whole lot or his sources uh, seem to be very inaccurate. Yeah. So, like, you know, you've got the likes of the new Just Dance game mm. is apparently a launch title for PS5. That's releasing on the 13th of November. There's a whole lot. Ha- and the, there's, there's like, literally a litany of games that are coming out that but, week. But, like, you look at, like, for you know, you brought up Call of Duty, for instance. All of their stuff is saying, you know, you can, if you buy it on PS4, you can upgrade to PS5 if you buy the right version, blah, blah, blah. They're saying that it's not coming out. They're saying that their upgrades won't be available until later date. So even if they do release on the 13th alongside a PS5, they're saying that a PS5 version is not going to be ready at that point. No, what they're essentially saying is that 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 upgrade system (laughs) won't be in place because what what they're essentially saying is, when the when the PS5 comes out, buy the PS5 version. If you're not buying a PS5 at launch, a little bit later, you, be, you should be able to upgrade your PS4 version. What they're yeah, essentially okay, doing enough, is they're trying that- to prevent people from going, hi, I'd like this PS4 version, thanks. And then they put it in their PS5 and get a quote unquote free upgrade. That's what they're trying yeah. to avoid. So by intentionally saying that the PS5 version is more expensive, but the upgrade's coming later, they go, oh yeah, f- fine, I'll buy the PS5 version if I'm buying a PS5. Yeah. Fair enough. I didn't think about it in that sense. Yeah, that's like it's them essentially avoiding because it, you know, gamers are gamers are, 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 are fickle and they're they're frivolous and they're like, it's, it's the idea of like if I can save twenty bucks here, we do it. You know what I mean? And with the idea yeah. that these next gen games are going to be more expensive, if you can save twenty bucks by just taking advantage of this sneaky loophole around the the free upgrades, then fucking win. Well, I mean, I'm I'm unsurprised that Microsoft are planning on launching first. Yeah. And a mid-September launch is surprising no one. <laughs> like, let's be real. I, I think mean, mid-November. Mid-November yeah, mid, mean, like yeah. a mid-November le- uh, release for either console was kind of where it was going to land. I think we touched. I think you touched on it on it um, last episode where it needs to be after Halloween, but before Christmas. Oh yeah, so it needs, and it's yeah, usually yeah, it needs to be that, yeah. Uh, it, not in October. It needs to be before Black Friday, but it can't be after. There's there's a there's a couple of different like uh, US yeah. holidays that really line up. Uh, in uh, in my pants, good friend Dave Chataway in the chat says, "Will PS5 retail disc work in the PS4?" That hasn't been touched upon, but with the idea of the free upgrade, I presume that you like you you have you my. How I see this going is either you put the PS4 disc in and then it essentially downloads the PS5 version for you, or you put the and then the disc becomes the essentially DRM checker. Yeah, so I've got a story uh, later in in uh, in the news for Call of Duty, especially. So if you buy a physical copy of Black Ops Cold War on PS4 and you purchase the digital upgrade, 
you need to have the PS4 disc in the PS5 console to play it. Yeah, so it comes. So you essentially download yeah. the full game, and the disc is your DRM. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's kind of what I. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that's I. Without even reading that, I was like, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Look at me sometimes knowing things. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Um, uh, so I was going to say, how does COD, how, oh, how does COD situation work? That is making all PS4 owners play ten dollars more. That's pretty much it. That's the that's the trick. So they're essentially structuring well, it in such a way that if you want to play it on PS5, you need to buy the PS5 version. And surprise, surprise, so, the PS5 <laughs> version is more expensive. Well, there's a there's a cross generation bundle which is ten dollars more expensive, which it's just going to come with the free upgrade once it's available. All ultimate free editions. Upgrade. Yeah, because you've already paid for it. All Ultimate Editions are cross-generation. So if you buy the Ultimate Edition for PS4, it will be the Ultimate Edition on PS5. There's just going to be one price for that. But it's interesting. So if you buy if you buy the Standard Edition physically for PS4, you can pay $10 to get the PS5 version. But if you buy the physical copy for Xbox One, there is no upgrade. There is no paid upgrade for the Xbox Series X. You have to buy a new copy. There's this really weird zone where they've decided that they're not doing it, but digitally you can, but for for a physical disc, apparently it's not going to work on on Microsoft console. They're only doing it for PlayStation. There's got, there's got to be something on the disc then. There's not saying on the disc in terms of content yeah. on the disc, but there there's obviously some sort of back end check that requires yeah. that new disc. Okay, it's interesting. All right, but yeah, like I said. I'm I'm on I'm pretty much on there. I think I said it. Uh, also, hey, motor cars, come on. I think uh, I think I said it on the Project Cars stream, or may have been whatever stream I did before. One of the one of them, and they said November thirteen. I went, yep. Like, I, I was Call of Duty. They said Call of Duty was coming out November thirteen. I'm like, there's your answer. The next gen next generation consoles are coming out via November thirteen. You will have Black Ops as a launch title. You'll have a a slew of games that'll be considered launch title, making up the gap that I looked at these first party games won't have. Mm. Just because they won't be there. Whether it's whether it's Call of Duty Infinite, uh, whether it's you know whatever PlayStation's bringing. Because apart from Miles Morales, we have no idea what's coming first party. But if you can fill that void with the likes of Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War. I mean, we've got we've got Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk comes out that week as well. Like, there's enough there to fill your slate for at least the first like month or two, if not more, of the PS5. God, I'm excited. Like, I, well, I, I just, I just kind of, I'm getting this, like, I guess almost this childlike <laughs> feeling of joy. And I don't get that often, let me tell you. So, like, I, 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 it's making me think back to, like, when my, in my youth, when, you know, the weather was changing and it was, you know, it was getting nicer and that springtime kicks in. Cause my birthday's in, uh, uh, in November, so I I start getting that feeling of like, oh, my birthday's coming up, and it's getting better, and that means there's a new game coming my way. And then now I'm older, I'm like, <laughs> I get to buy shit, and like even now I'm just excited to like, oh, I get to open the new. Like I cannot wait till I open that PS5 up and I boot it up and I we get it going and we can make some stuff about it. I am god excited. 
Well, since we're talking PS5 already, yeah, let's right. let's hit the other PS5 news. So documentation submitted by Sony in Peru reveals that the PlayStation 5 will take advantage of Bluetooth 5.1 and Wi-Fi 6. Bluetooth 5.1 support, for example, will allow multiple audio devices to be connected to the same console with less interference in closed spaces. And Wi-Fi 6, meanwhile, should help reduce latency, closing that gap between wireless and wired connections. See, I, I go wired in my house because I'm very lucky. When I, when I built this house, I intentionally networked every fucking room so mm. uh i i only ever use wi- use wired connections but you're a wireless guy eh? um i was wired up until a few months ago so i i'm only wi- wireless at the moment because i haven't gone out to buy a new cable yeah because the cable that i use for the playstation is also the 30 meter land cable so it's currently running all the way down to the other end of my house mm-hmm. so my wife can watch Netflix in the lounge room because the Wi-Fi doesn't reach the other end of our house. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. we're a relatively smaller house compared to yourself, but even we had to do the same thing. We had to do... Um, we ha- I had to buy... You know how, like, our offices have those little Wi-Fi extenders? Yeah. And when, my, when my dad, for his old job, when they moved buildings, they pulled all it down. Everyone's like, hey, you want this? He's like, yeah, I'll take those Wi-Fi extenders. So he has a couple at his house. I have a couple here. So like, we have Wi-Fi fucking anywhere. It's awesome. Mm. Absolutely awesome. But um, additional to this as well. So one thing other that came out with around the PS5 uh, in terms of the, you know, rele- back to the release window, uh, pre-orders. You can now, in the US, you can request... Essentially the same way that we've had expression of interest here in Australia, but to PlayStation Direct. Uh, so hmm. you by uh, putting in your PSN and some other details, you will be in almost like a lottery situation where depending on your PlayStation merit, essentially, you may get an on-date PS5. Yeah. They're like, we'll send you an email. And if you don't get an email, then you're out of luck. That a that look, there's a weird line here. A that's fucking gross, um, because it's based on your merit, or because I work and I play less PlayStation, and and I'm out, I'm out of a shot, compared to someone who happens to have like 400 platinum trophies. Well, it depends on, I guess, what they deem the merit to be. Yeah. Like you know, they might look at it and go, "Oh, you've made your PlayStation Network ID two months ago." And this guy's had his for seven years, so we're going to pick the guy who's had it for seven years over the guy who's only just gotten one. Yeah, and like, like who knows what they what they're using as their criteria to to pick and select people. And there's also that con- that concern ar- ar- around like, is this indicating they don't have fucking many at all at launch? Well, like, they've always said that how there's probably is this going, going to, be. to be. Well, I mean, look at. I mean, the the PlayStation 4 was restricted. I didn't get one until Wave 2. Mm. And with the climate of the world and how everything's gone to crap, you know, it's it's no surprise that, uh, you know, they're probably going to be limited in some places. Mm. Like, the shipping alone would be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I do want that. You know, I hope they're fucking on the move now. Like, somewhere and in like the And, like, you, you look at, you know, you look at America now where post offices are closing. Here in Australia, ma- mail in Melbourne is being rerouted into a different state for sorting and then sent back to Melbourne for delivery. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. But as David says in the chat, they did double production. So, they're mm. expecting 10 million consoles, apparently. Now, they sold, they, they sold, like, a million in America alone on launch week. You know what I mean? So, it's just, like... 
So it'll be, it'll be, and you know, I'm going to try my hardest to get one day one, but you know, mm. at this, at this, at this point, you know, I'm not going to go Hunger Games style and fight my way towards one. I will. I'll do, I, I'm getting, I'm going to find a way to get a day one. I'm going to, I got you know, I'm not gonna, I have I'm not, to do I'm it. I'm not, you know, I'm not pitching my tent out the front of a store three days early to possibly get one. I will consider it. <laughs> I will consider it. But yeah, no, it's inter- it's interesting. It's a, the the whole idea is very very bizarre. But okay, yeah, but it, yeah, it has a little bit of com- you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's a lot to it that's very confusing. But anyway, I'll jump into the I'll jump into this next one because uh, this is following on from what we discussed last week. So last week before we recorded, it was right before DC Fan Dome, uh, where we knew that we were going to be getting more from uh, Rocksteady and WB Montreal around their DC property games, and it has been confirmed so uh we now know for 100 that wb montreal are working on a game called gotham knights uh it is not set within the arkham universe it, it is a sort of a separate game where batman has died and you are essentially playing as uh robin uh, sorry nightwing robin batgirl and the red hood in order to sort of like living up the their fighting crime on his behalf uh, so senior producer Fleur Marty states that this is an entirely self-contained story, as I just mentioned, that doesn't force you to play online or with other people because it is four players and it's, so there's four characters. You can play up to a maximum of two people at any time, or you can play a single player. Uh, if you're playing single player, you can be offline if you want to. We think that teaming up and living that dynamic duo fantasy can be also a really great experience for players, but we won't force it to them. Co-op will only ever be for a maximum of two players and you can't play the entire, and you can play the entire game, sorry, as a single hero. You can also buddy up as the same hero, which is fucking bizarre. Um, and as I mentioned- so, sorry to cut you off there. So yeah. the reason why you can buddy up as the same hero is because there are, will be different character builds for the same character. Mm, okay. So two people could play Batgirl, for instance, and be playing essentially completely different people. They'll just look the same. That's Yeah, but in terms of narrative, it's a bit fucking weird. Um, but a game that is ca- in that is in canon, however, is Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. So, with, this was revealed about two weeks ago, uh, prior to DC Fandom. Uh, but instead, we got confirmation. We got a cinematic trailer uh, where we only we, where we got a trailer and gameplay for Gotham Knights. This is coming out in 2022. Uh, yeah, they sorry. said coming soon in 2022. <laughs> yeah, 2020. Yeah, it's in 2021, 22. It's, it's fucking yonks yeah. away, man. Like it is not. Like yeah, it's too far away. Uh, so in the cinematic trailer, we see the characters of Deadshot, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Harley Quinn. Uh, the trailer is pretty cool. I like it. Totally. It's so, it's so vibrant and colorful, considering Rocksteady's normally so dark and gloomy. Yes. That's because they're in Metropolis. Yeah, and Metropolis so I, is always more bright and colorful. Well, see, I've heard from I've heard a lot of people say, I wonder if this was the cancelled Spider-Man game or the the, the rumoured Superman game, sorry, that everyone was saying that they were working on. Because uh, additionally, just, and the, they've the, kind of like got because they've got Metropolis already there, ready to go. Well, to so add to that, like, to add some interesting yeah, speculation to that, the, the the original rumor mill for the Suicide Squad game was WB Montreal. So it's almost if Montreal oh, okay. dropped it, Rocksteady picked it up and combined it with the Superman game that they were making. Like you can mm. kind of string these all things together, right? 
Yeah. You know, because they're, they're originally making a game, not based on the movie, but around the movie. And once that property sort of died in the ass, it got, maybe they they lo- they dropped it and they picked it up and then sort of made something cool with it. So by the looks of it, yeah, you're, you know, Killer Justice League, you, they're there to kill Alpha Target. In this case, Alpha Target is Soups. Uh, what did you think of these reveals, Max? Um, like you said, there wasn't much for Suicide Squad because it was just a cinematic trailer. They're like, it's coming out in 2022. It's very... <laughs> very far away um gotham knight seems really cool uh it seems like a nice alternative to marvel's avengers um being that cooperative story-ish style ga- campaign game that you can play uh, it's nice to know that you're not going to be handicapped if you do decide to play it single player uh it's got all those fun arkham combat stuff i'm, I'm actually keen i'm looking forward to them you know they showed some um Oh, what are those guys? The the, the Court of Owls. They showed mm-hmm. some Court of Owls stuff talent, for, for yeah. Gotham now. It's, um, yeah, I'm pretty keen. I wish they were a little bit further along because, you know, uh, WB Montreal have been teasing their game for the better part of a year and a half now. <laughs> at least at least that's coming out in 2021. Uh, I do really look forward to, to Rocksteady's uh, Kill the Justice League. Uh, it was interesting that the, the Batman game is not canon, but the Suicide Squad game is canon to the Batman series, mm. uh, to the Batman, to the Batverse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they look, obviously we didn't see gameplay for uh, Suicide Squad, but Gotham Knights looks pretty rad. Um, so if, in terms of the canon, it makes sense. Uh, Arkham Origins is pretty dismissed as part of, you know, the Arkham canon, even though mm. it's an Arkham Origins game. Uh, you know, Rocksteady seems to have their own timeline and then uh, uh, WB Montreal have their own. Uh, I, I, I like the, I've, I've noted before that I, I quite like the visual aesthetics around, uh, the arc, sorry, the Rocksteady Arkham games. I'm a big fan. I have a ton of action figures cause it just gravitated to me so hard. I like what they've done here. I like the characters. I'm so glad King Shark's in it. That sounds awesome. He looks awesome. Boomerang looks cool. It's a pretty decent Australian accent. Like it's turned up a little bit, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a weird situation where knowing that it's coming out in 2022, it makes me wonder what the fuck's going on. And, and the same can be said for the Montreal as well. So we we had Bat, we had Batman Arkham Knight in 2015. Then we had, presumably, let's just say that like we also had the Arkham VR in 2016. Um, so let's say best case scenario, they kept working into 2016, right? So that's going to put it at like, what, six years minimum on, mm. on, whatever, on this new game? Um, excluding, you know, this time there'll be some, so probably seven years, possibly even eight years to get, uh, this Suicide Squad game together. That is, that seems unreasonable. That seems like a fuckload amount of too much time. W Montreal, they didn't even make a game this fucking generation. They made Arkham Origins on PS3, obviously fumbled their way to whatever. And now we're not getting a game to at least till next year, presumably back end of next year with Gotham Knights. Additionally, I don't understand why there is this sudden turn on both these games now rocksteady has i don't believe they've said that it is a direct multiplayer game but it looks to be that way in the same way that gotham knights is that's it you know like fuck me and my expectations i guess but i don't play my understanding of the rocksteady games isn't I, i like it because it's a single player driven narrative story right 
That's what I want. I don't but want it- this big shared multiplayer plays multiple characters, different builds. That's not what I want. Like what we'll made what, what made Asylum, City, and Night good was single player, narrative driven action adventure. Uh, okay, well, I, my counterpoint to that is the Batman games. Batman generally, generally speaking, flies solo. He does. Whereas. Um, especially for Suicide Squad, none of those are individually killing soups, let alone any of the other Justice League. They're going to need to team up, so it makes sense for it to be a team-based game. Yeah, narratively, now, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, now, now they've they've said that you can play both games single player. They will. They will. Give me one AI sec. Function- the, the, LA, the LEDs behind me. Fuck. All right, you go. <laughs> they will. Um. They will AI function other other players in. But I have no problem with it being a a multiplayer game. Like, as long as you can play them single player, I don't see too much of a harm in it. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, it, it, it is awkward for them to step away from that single player narrative game, but, you know, hopefully they can still tell the, the, issue, look, tell the, the same the, story. The issue that I have... Is that from the experiences that I've had with these multiplayer experiences, whether it be, you know, sort of like these people come together, like the story is always garbage. Mm. Like, or, or the actions that you take don't, it doesn't feel like they reflect what you're doing in the game, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, because the cynic- it, it, as I freeze for a second, give me, give me one minute, I'll keep my camera mm-hmm. back in again. But like, even what we played with the Avengers, right? What we saw in that A Day demo is going to, is staggeringly different to what we saw in the actual gameplay of the multiplayer stuff, and that seems like this could just be a fault of the Marvel of Marvel's Avengers in general. But it's a, it you look at that and like that doesn't that's not what I want in a Batman game. Uh, if anything, well, see, that's going to take away from whatever that potential story, grandiose story they're trying to tell. Well, the cynic in me is 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 thinking they're doing this so they can make it a games as service game, so they can be like. Well, we're selling you the base game where you're going to, you know, take on one member of the Justice League. And then in a couple of months, we're going to introduce the second member of the Justice League mm. for you to kill. And they're just going to drip feed us. Yep. And that's my, and, and like my, the same, I have the same cynical mindset around that when it, come, when it comes to this. Like, <laughs> I don't want Rocksteady's fucking games as a service. Not yeah, what fair I enough. want. But when again, it's also about fuck what I want. But, you know, I'm one guy. Like, I'm curious. And, what, and as we see more and as we learn more, I do wonder whether they'll make that shift because that's where money is right now, right? That is yeah. where money is in terms of games. It's these, it's these uh, you know, online, uh, sorry, online shared experiences where there's perpetual income. That's the money. It just doesn't interest me. And the problem is that... Sorry, not a problem. Like, the, the, there's a lot. There can be some expected logic behind it because if we look at WB Montreal two weeks ago, they they were so strapped for cash that they were willing to sell their entire games division. Mm. So, would you not be surprised that they that they turned two of their biggest franchise, their, their, their biggest D- property, which is one of their biggest properties, DC, into the model that makes more money? I mean, I, I jokingly said the, the earlier when we were covering the they could be on sale. Maybe they just need to make more games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
like you said, you know, Montreal hasn't made anything for years. Rocksteady's been Rocksteady's been in development for the last four years. Mm. You know. Like I appreciate them holding on to it and making sure it's good or whatever, or they've had failed projects along the way. But without that being communicated, it just looks like they really suck at this one game. <laughs> yeah. Alright, move, moving on. Um, well, well, let's let's leave Gamescom to last. Let's talk some Resident Evil. Yeah. So Netflix has greenlit eight hour-long episodes as a part of a first season. Resident Evil's coming to Netflix, Ryan. Yeah. So See, I'm a written, sucker for those films. So I'm totally cool. Uh, written by Andrew Dabb of Supernatural fame, uh, the it's an entire original story based on two new faces to the franchise across two separate timelines. Uh, the official Netflix synopsis is as follows. In the first timeline, 14-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moved to New Raccoon City. A manufactured corporate town forced forced on them right as adolescents in full swing. But the more time they spend there, the more they come to realize that the town is more than what it seems. And their father may be concealing a dark secret. Secrets that could destroy the entire world. Cutting to the second timeline, while well over a decade in the future, there are less than 15 million people left on Earth oh, and more than 6 billion monsters. People and animals infected with the T-virus. Jade, now 30, struggles to survive in this new ah, world while the I secrets thought, I read, from her past- I misread past- that as Jade, now thirsty. I'm like, oh shit, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> while the secrets from her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her. Gimme. Sounds rad. Gimme, gimme, gimme. so keen. Yeah, I love those uh, the 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 B grade Resident Evil movies because because they're stupid and Wentworth Miller's in there and I'm a big fan of him. Uh, so yeah, give it to me. And plus, I I'm on such a Resi uh, swing right now uh, with the like with playing you know two and three remake. I'm like fuck yeah, give me give me that. I want it. Yeah. Um, to follow on the previous story with the WB Montreal uh, WB and the whatever, uh, Dave, where in the world is that Harry Potter game? That is the real. Well, obviously question. they weren't going to. That they obviously weren't going to announce that at Dig C Fandom. That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> your, logic, your logic checks out there. I mean, I want. I also want to know. Yeah. So if, if, D- if WB Montreal are working on that, and Rocksteady's over there, it's got to be like Avalanche or something, right? Like it's it's got to be one of their. Which, if anything, that's concerned. It's like, is it their A studio? No. Is it their B studio? No. Is it their C studio? I can't be Nether Realms. Like Nether Realms make fighting games. Like, like that's one of Warner Brothers. Could you Brothers imagine Nether Studios working on a Harry Potter fucking, fighting they're game? They're working Harry Potter fighting game. They're off being Mortal Kombat, whatever. You know, and subjecting their staff to watching fucking murder videos or whatever. You know, what I mean, it's just like that's they're not working on it. So it's got to be one of these these shittier ones. <laughs> they're not working on it. No. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm totally down for some more Resident Evil. Uh, Call of Duty, Max. Uh, Call of Duty, it's, so it's a now official Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Why the fuck is it that long? Such what a mouthful. Stupid, you stupid. Um, I, was, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they sort of pointed out like, Call of Duty as a brand isn't important anymore. Black, the, it's the Black Ops and the Modern Warfare part that's more important. Ba- basically, all we want to know is who's making the Call of Duty this time around. Yeah. Because it, it, depending on who's making it, we'll largely uh, influence whether or not I purchase it or not. Well, speaking of that, so this this is by Treyarch uh, with Raven. And noticeably, if you look at all the art for this, you notice the Raven logo is a whole lot bigger than it used to be. So, because mm. this was supposed to be Sledgehammer's year. Uh, yes. And that got, they got pulled out and they've, they've, they've been progressively demoted. 
Uh, and it looks like Raven's filling that void because they've always been like one of the support studios. Mm. But it's got Treyarch, which means it's going to have zombies, which means I'm a buy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they've announced that uh, due to their marketing deal with PlayStation, the beta will hit PS4 first. Uh, and those who pre-order the first person shooter digitally will get five days early access to the sequel's online stress test, although physical copies will not be eligible for the same promotion. So they don't want you to refund it. Uh, there's also been some confusion around surrounding the additions for this game, as we discussed before, but let's get into the specifics. The digital standard edition, the PS4 will have an option to upgrade to the PS5 through the PS Store. The physical editions, the PS4 will have the option to upgrade through the PS Store as well. Please, uh, note the PS4 disc will need to be inserted into the PS5 to access the digital upgraded PS5 version of the game. Then there are cross-gen bundles that will give you the upgraded version on release. And then there is the ultimate edition, which will be giving PS4 and PS5 versions. So you get both for the same price. Cross-gen bundle is priced at $70 US following NBA 2K21's uh, increase up from the dollary dues. Uh, it's been noted the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War will be running at 120 frames per second in the 4K res, according to its report published by uh, Venture Beat. It is unclear whether the title will achieve a full native 2160 image, but will more than likely it is that it will be rendered at a low resolution using them sweet upscaling uh, super sampling uh, reconstruction techniques. The frame rate seems achievable, however, given the first-person shooter is always sh is uh, has always been scheduled to release on uh, uh, on at 60 on the PS4 in the past. So they have been pretty good at creating a consistent frame rate. So when it comes to bumping it up, uh, it looks like these guys are the talent uh, have the talent to make it possible. Uh, mm. Have you have you seen the gameplay trailer, Max? Yeah, I watched or the, the cinematic, I watched the, the campaign watched trailer, or whatever. I watched the trailer with Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this game is a direct continuation from Black Ops 1. Mm. And multiple yeah. sources have said that it will have different endings depending on player choice throughout the campaign, which Ooh. intrigues me. It's going to be not so much just shooting McShoot. There might be some decisions, you know, decisions on where you shoot don't, shoot. Don't, don't shoot him McShoot this person. <laughs> now, uh, one of the things that when when we first became friends, Max, we 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 played a lot of Call of Duty together. Yeah, this is decades ago now. It feels like decades probably, ago. Probably now. too much Call of Duty. We played so much Call of Duty together, <laughs> and we and we played primarily Black Ops. Do do are we too old to return to those those ways now? If if it's for campaign, no. If it's multiplayer, probably. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can campaign like champs, but like it's the, well, we used to play a lot of multiplayer back then. I think that time has passed us. I think we are I no am longer there. Definitely not as good as I used to be. <laughs> but yeah, you probably, you do have that love for Black Ops. Is this yeah. getting you excited? Oh, like I said before, it's Treyarch, it's zombies, it's got the max stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely be picking this up. I'm hesitant, but well, I'm always hesitant I'm, around Call of Duty I'm, and then end up buying every fucking year, so... I'm a sucker for zombies and... What's going on with that goddamn light? All right. Because of the... Because uh, of my friend group, generally, if they all get it, I'll, I'll tend to... I'll tend to throw throw it in and... I'll, I'll get suckered into to purchasing it. Yeah, because ev everyone will be... Everyone will be playing it. Oh, but I'll be like, come play games with me. And they'll be like, nah, we're playing the new Call of Duty. I'm like, mm, all right. And then 30 minutes later, oh, then 30 minutes later, I'll be like, yeah, so my copy's installed. Do you want to send me an invite? 
Could be an option. Well, well, we'll do. Well, look, if it's a launch title, I want to play. Pro- I'm going to play as many launch titles as I can. That's my goal. Yeah. So maybe we'll go there. All right, Max. Let's get into the big, big bundle of news. Gamescom. Yeah. So f- f- uh, uh, yesterday morning. No. Yesterday morning? Friday, mo- Friday morning. So, yeah, at Friday time morning of recording, for us, so yesterday, recording yesterday uh, the 28th, uh, 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, we had the Gamescom conference with Jeff Keighley's, uh, was it One Night Only or no? What's it called? One Night? I don't know. It was such a weird show because no one seemed to know what the awards were for or how they were judged yeah. or all I watched it for were the releases. I kind of went through afterwards. I didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of went through afterwards and went, um, and went, Okay, this is this is everything that was announced. This is all the all the stuff. Um, I heard floatings that there was supposed to be like thirty eight games shown off, both uh, premieres and uh, Updates, second looks yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I've kind of sifted through it and listed all the PlayStation titles because that's what we're all about here. That's right. So let's let's kick things off with probably the biggest PlayStation title coming out of Gamescon. We got some more Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So they showed some more gameplay footage captured directly from a PS5. Uh, They had a live demo, I believe. Uh, Insomniac Games has stated there will be zero loading screens in the game. Bold bold statement. mm, There is no release date, but the studio has confirmed that it is a launch window. So what's that, from November through to March? November through to Feb, I think. Well, because they're the so back probably, end of Q4, I think maybe maybe back end of Q1. Maybe, maybe. I think the launch window will have to be like artificially inflated, especially with current <laughs> circumstances and delayed up the butthole. So, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Can could we see could we see two Insomniac uh, launch Holy titles shit. with Miles yeah, Morales really as well as Ratchet and Clank? Well, they need to be worth that three hundred billion dollars, whatever they were uh, <laughs> three hundred million dollars they'll they'll bought for. Like they got to earn their keep. Mm. I'm excited for Ratchet. Yeah, like, hard. Uh, it looks so good. I'm excited for everything, really. Like in terms, of, like it, yeah, it's this weird line of I'm like I'm depressed I'm not, as hell, I'm not, but like there are some things that are making me excited. I'm not gonna lie. If I could have one game as a day one launch title for the PlayStation Five, I think it would be Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty cool. I think yeah. Uh, next up, we had <laughs> a game that is not coming out anytime soon. Dragon Age 4. They showed a four-minute video with behind-the-scenes development. Nothing says this is- game is fucking <laughs> so far away than just showing people at their desks. So they showed some They showed some very early gameplay where you were attacking uh, grey T-posed dummies. <laughs> with, uh, it's, it. That you know, all the developers are really excited about it, but there is nothing to show. Unfortunately, <laughs> they are still very early in development. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, next up, we had Unknown Nine Awakening. So they showed off a short trailer showing off some of the cool visuals and some mechanics of the game. Uh, the description stating, Raised on the streets of Kolkata, India, and haunted by visions of her own death, Haruna struggles to understand her mysterious innate abilities to manipulate the unseen. A mentor soon helps Haruna hone her gifts, teaches her to access the mysterious hidden dimension known as the Fold, and propels her on a journey to unlock the mystery the mysteries of this new realm. So in the in the trailer, uh, she was running through the streets, and she was kind of, you know, she was getting chased by bullies. 
and she kind of this pulse came out of her and everything kind of time kind of slowed down to almost a stop and then she kind of you know deals with the bullies and then time kind of time kind of flicks back into into reality and the bullies on the ground and then she's just like that's right looks kind of cool uh be interesting to see what comes of it uh, uh, you know, yeah. All right, sure, I'll give it a go. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Should take the next couple? Sure. Uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. So this is like sort of a like big collective thing of the Star Wars saga in Lego form. Uh, we saw a new gameplay trailer. Uh, it's a d- demonstrating the spanning all, all the Star Wars films. Uh, set to release on PS5 and PS4 in spring 2021. So that is in the autumn. That is Q2. Yeah. So uh, there is one thing from this trailer that I found hilarious, and it was the scene um, where oh, everyone. Let, let me see if I can get this right. I think it's the scene where Luke is st- standing off with um, the Sith Lord, whatever his name is, the old man in the robe, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, uh, you know the bit where he's gonna like force lightning him. So he pulls out the Lego lightning and it doesn't reach. And then he just throws the physical Lego pieces at him and then blasts him. I had a bit of a chuckle. It was funny. The, the humor of the Lego games are actually really pretty good. Normally. Um, I, I found it interesting that Ray was in it. I was like, ooh. What's well, the Star Wars was- saga, man? Just because she's part of it. She's apparently- a- She's a fucking Skywalker now. She just, she just adopted the name. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Little Nightmares 2. Uh, so they showed a two-minute gameplay trailer announcing that it was launching on PS4 on the 11th of February 2021 with a PS5 version coming later. Uh, PS4 owners will be upgraded to the PS5 version for free. This is bullshit because I'm pretty sure this is on my list of draft games this year. Um, this game looks terrifying. Yeah, Much man. Like the first Have you played the first one? <laughs> no. first one is cool. But I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm actually really super keen to, uh, to get the sequel. But yeah, from, the from downside I, is I, I, it affects my draft. From what I've seen, I think it's more of the same. Yeah, it's all right. It's a cool, it's a cool little yeah. side scroller. Uh, yeah, with sort of these really unnerving, sort of uh, almost uh, stop motion plasticine sort of characters. It's really. Well, I watched it's, the, it's I watched the. I watched the trailer in the dark. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is terrifying. Should have done it. Should have done it, man. Mm. But it's the, the first one's cheap as piss. I recommend you grab it. I reckon you jump on it. All right, I'll jump on this one as well, and then and then you can probably do the Too next easy. couple. We'll do like, wait, how many was that? One, two, we'll do three each. Uh, Dirt 5, a new trailer focusing on the new Playgrounds mode. Uh, the Playgrounds mode, players can create their own events, custom arenas, races, and more using all sorts of objects and obstacles. Uh, you will then be able to share them online with everyone else, meaning there will be a constant stream of user-made challenges to play. Uh, all versions of the games uh, will have access to the Playgrounds content. If your friend makes something on the PS4, you'll be able to play it on your PS5. And at the end of the trailer, Codemasters teases a vampire mode. Because cause that's what we need in our car racing games, vampire modes. What is, is, what, what's that fucking movie? But then like, we Catherine? have... <laughs> uh, next up, we had uh, Quantum Error. Uh, they showed a new gameplay trailer. Lots of lots Spooks. of what appeared to be like zombies and demons and had a guy with a big tra- uh, minigun. Apparently, it is a launch window title, so could be anywhere up till what march sure at this point yeah um it seems to be the horror survival game first person shooter lots of lots of spooks 
Uh, next up, we got new gameplay trailer for Scarlet Nexus, showing off some of the new powers and all its allies. You know, it's very it's that very anime RPG esque, or possibly uh, more action combat similar to that of Code Vein that came out earlier. So this, this is one of the ones year? that was in the one of the state of plays, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> Override Two Super Mecha League, the sequel to Override Mech City Brawl, uh, due to release in December. Promises to be bigger, <laughs> promises to be bigger and better. Uh, Override Two installs massive upgrades that bring the series' balance of ac- accessible design and deeply rewarding combat to the next level. Includes a brand new career mode that lets players fight for the reputation of their club as they pummel their way to the top of mech leagues, packed with formidable rivals. Reads the official description. Yeah, okay. didn't do much for me. Uh, Crash, Bandic- Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, uh, has flashback tapes, uh, items that can be collected in levels as long as you don't die getting to them. Uh, so essentially like little, like little in level challenges. So what are they called? Like, uh, uh- so it's, it, it sounds like they're, this, cause they're in the older games. Uh, they used to have what were known as the death runs where death if you runs. got to I a couldn't certain, think of the word. Thank you. Yeah. If you got run. to a certain point in the level without dying, you could go on this extra path. And generally there was either, um, gems. generally they, yeah, the, the colored gems would be at the end of these death runs. Yeah. So these are supposed to be a quote because they they were speaking to one of the developers. Apparently, they are more difficult than what the death runs were. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah, man. Next up, Fall Guys season two. Season one hasn't even ended yet, and they're already laying it down. Uh, they showed up. They announced a trailer mm. showing off uh, what season two had to offer, including a medieval theme. So lots of castle levels with with ramparts and new obstacles. Uh, all the skins are themed within this as well. We've seen knights, wizards, dragons, etc. Uh, some minor changes in some of the levels. It looks as if there is sort of like parts where you have to work together to push extra yeah. levels to be able to, you know. So they're, they're bringing in some more teamwork, which is what the Fall Guys sucks at. So that's interesting. Um, they also, I forgot to put this in, they've also said they're working on custom lobbies. So hopefully you'll be able to invite more friends to play your own lobbies. And in the latest patch, you can't play team-based games anymore if there's an uneven number of players. That's a good Thank you. I'm sick of losing team-based games because we just have less numbers. Yeah. <laughs> the other team. That's a very good call. Very good call. Well, well done, Fall Guys. Shout out to Fall Guys, by the way. Um, just being fucking awesome. Their social media game's on point. Uh, the game is the game is amazing. Uh, apparently, it is the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game of all time. Yeah, unquestionably, because it's awesome. It's <laughs> great. You know, like, yeah, like Rocket League could have been that, but that was right in the early days of the PS4. Like, right now, you have 120 million consoles out there and everyone wants fucking Fall Guys. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be fascinated to so many people. Like, even if, like, you know, 10 million people, like... At some point the other day, that, uh, like, uh, Animal Crossing has sold, like, 22 million copies, which no PlayStation exclusive has ever sold that many exclusives. Ever. That's horrifying. So that makes me wonder, like, how many fucking Fall Guys copies are out there? Because like, I think there's, like, 30 million PS Plus uh, uh, users, active users. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so Fall Guys look, looks cool. I'm totally in. Um, next up, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, as you mentioned. Showed the story trailer with Ronald Reagan. Direct continuation of Black Ops 1. Multiple endings, as we discussed before. Mm. 
Uh, we've got some more Star Wars Squadrons. So we've got a new gameplay trailer focusing on the single player campaign. Um, still looks really good. You know, you got your your, your dog fights and your, uh, it's good. Looks good. Uh, with a release date of the 2nd of October. <laughs> There's not much to say about it, man. If you have played the old Star Wars Rogue Squadron games, this is just that, but looks so much better. I just love your hesitation. In, in, it's it's the... It's, uh, as a guy who doesn't like Star Wars that much, Star Wars Squadrons is looking so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got some Mafia Definitive Edition. Uh, showed off a short trailer. Uh, this game is looking much better than the other re-release versions of Mafia titles. <laughs> so obviously, this was the big one this where is, they this redid is where the, the money vo- went. Yeah, yeah, they you know they redid the voice, they changed the script a little bit. Um, yeah, it's looking good. Uh, we got uh, a short trailer for Destiny Two, showing the footage of the new stasis uh, element and subclasses. There's also some pro- controversies around Destiny Two right now with everything going into the vault. Yeah, I just. Pfft. Are you, are you done skis of destiny? Are you out? So the uh, friend of the show, Noodle, who I normally play destiny with, uh, we both haven't played destiny in so long because the sandbox of that game is atrocious. Oh. The balancing is garbage. And unfortunately, if it's not fixed in this expansion, I'm probably not going to pick it up. Brutal. Brutal. Thankfully, to, <laughs> I know this is a PlayStation show, but thankfully, due to their deal with Microsoft and it coming to Games Pass for free, I will try the new DLC. If it's good, I'll buy it on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. But but if it's if it's bad, I'm going to save myself dollar dues and not play it at all. <laughs> uh, next up, we we got some more information. Uh, a little teaser trailer for the upcoming single player DLC for Doom Eternal. It's called Ancient Gods. Uh, it's due out on the 20th of October, where you'll be partnered with an old ally as you, quote, battle your way back to Urduk and decide the fate of the cosmos once again. Did you, did you remember the Doom Eternal came out this year, Max? Yeah, did it come out at, like, the start of the year? Yeah. I thought before I could have swore it was fucking October the, last year. Before the world turned to shit? Yeah. <laughs> I could have swore it was last year. Really, I could have. But no, it's this year. And uh, it wasn't until they got pointed out to me, I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> now i think i think we only have the stand i think you know we were we reviewed the game thank you to bethesda i don't think we got the sit with the one with the season pass so i might check it out because i did want to get the i did want to get the platinum but i got distracted uh <laughs> sims 4 the sims 4 star wars journey to batu the star quote the star wars 4 sorry the sims 4 star wars journey to batu almost as bad as fucking cold war is set on the remote planet on the edge of the outer rim territories inspired by star wars galaxy's edge at disneyland and disney world so it's the outer rim tatooine all those sand planets uh, reads this reads the press release quote sims will experience the authentic sights and sounds of the star wars universe including the millennium falcon and djr3x's interstellar hits at augur's cantina yeah 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 cashing in on that license aren't they? <laughs> like, yeah like well maybe the, remember back in the, remember those while we're like EA should fucking lose that license. Maybe like, maybe they are. Maybe there's like, oh, let's just throw Star Wars for fucking everything until we can get there. Well, in Sims, uh, got, in Sims for the regular version, you can get like a Baby Yoda. You can get like a Django Fett costume, Boba Fett costume. Sorry, this is this has got um, Ray character models in it that you can. There's there's missions to do, and it seems yeah, very unsim like. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what can you do? Uh, Spellbreak. It's a mage, ba- a mage battle royal using magic instead of guns. A little peen. 
Uh, Soul Shadow Graphics, interesting looking gameplay, and releases next week on the PS4. I've seen this. I've seen this all over my Twitters. I've played it. It's quite fun. How have you played it? Uh, I got invited to the closed beta through Epic. Oh damn! <laughs> so, there you go. So I played it, and it's yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's a nice. It's a three player battle royale instead of the four player. So there's no. I don't think there's any solos, duos, or quads. It's a very. Yeah, it was interesting. It was rough when I played it. Hopefully, it's a little bit better You'd now. You fucking hope so. It's coming out next week. <laughs> Bring it home, uh, next up, Next up, we have Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead. Uh, this had a live action trailer of yeah. a man escaping zombies. Um, and after he's escaped them, he's sitting there playing the game as the zombies come in. <laughs> so, quote, use movable level... Use movable level objects, explosives, and baits to your advantage as you lure walkers into lethal traps and guide your survivors to safety. Enjoy the physics-based frenzy and ragdoll animations as walkers succumb to the forces of gravity. I think they did a, um, a portal version not long ago. Yeah, so there's, there's been a portal. number of versions of this bridge constructor, and Walking so Dead seems like an odd, uh, odd license, but sure. <laughs> Um, and then lastly, we had Sam and Max. This time, it's virtual. Uh, Sam and Max are back. The freelance police are making their grand return next year when they'll star in a brand new VR game named Sam and Max. This time, it's virtual. However, no platforms have been confirmed for this title. I'll give you a hint. So- Pairs VR. <laughs> Other VR headsets. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm unsure if it will come to PSVR or not, but being a vr title hopefully it looked all right all right well i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring these quick bits in maxines we just smashed the shit out of that thing quick bits oh actually before that what do you think gamescom did it tick your boxes that had to go uh, like i said i only watched afterwards of the of the releases um from what i've heard it was a bit of a shambles of a show no one was kind of because it was an award show, no one knew. I know it was an award. Got an award show. It's so weird. Yeah, there was. It was like an award show, and no one knew how they were judging them, or what they were there for, or what it was. It was really weird. Jeff Keighley just seems to be the awards guy now, and wherever there's awards, Jeff Keighley seems to be. Weird. I mean, yeah. All it right, was, it was it was fine. Yeah, look, so like there are some good reveals here, some good announcements, some good updates. Nothing of major note, nothing to blow your blow your pants off. But uh, if you wanted some updates and things, cool, then, then you're all good. Quick bits, Max. Marvel's Avengers will have a paid battle pass for each character. That's right, each character. Mm. Pardon me. So the characters themselves are free, but to get their cosmetic items, you must buy that hero's game battle pass. So apparently these are ten dollars each, and apparently you will make the in-game. So you've got to buy the premium currency to get that. Um, and from what they're saying, similar to that of your battle passes for like Call of Duty or. Um, Fortnite, you will get premium currency for completing them. So apparently it's if you buy one and complete it, you'll have enough to purchase the next one for free. So in theory, you can buy one and get them all if you grind them all out. Okay. So I, gu- uh, I guess that's makes it less bad, but it's it's it sucks that they're saying because they because they straight up said you know all our characters will be released for free because they're tied into the story and we've got missions for them and blah 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 
you want that alternate costume well remember <laughs> star wars battlefront 2 there is no paid dlc fucking loaded with microtransactions <laughs> but it's no paid dlc you had an issue with paid dlc well guess what it's fucking gone it's gone Steve. you get all the content you have to work for it and pay money for it but not how you think that's, and that's what they're doing here as well. This is this is an interesting concept. It, allow, it allows you to focus on the players that you characters that you want. If you're like, well, mm. why the fuck would I want a battle pass for Black Widow? I don't give two shits about Black Widow. I play as Hulk, you know. And so like you you're getting to put the money where you yeah. want. But it's also that dirty tactic of like, well, if I want to play Hulk and Iron Man, I'm forking out twice as much in theory. Dirty. Uh, Monster, Monster Hunter World Iceborne is getting its final update on October uh, uh, on October 1st adding the Black Dragon Fatalis this game has seen an, a, completely, a ridiculously extended life it is absolutely amazing and it's, it's sad to see it all come to the end but well done to them and uh, finally, in terms of news, there's a couple. One thing I want to do before we wrap up the show, but uh, top ten best PS4 games, uh, sell, uh, week ending the 23rd of August in order. Number ten, God of War. Number nine, Red Dead Redemption Two. Number eight, Far Cry New Dawn. Number seven, The Last of Us Part Two. Number six, Assassin's Creed Origins. Number five, GTA Five. Number four, Modern Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Number three, Ghost of Tsushima. Number two, UFC Four. And number one, per PGA Tour 2K21. Now, but before we get into the the new releases, Max, I want to. We've had some questions come here in the chat, and uh, so therefore, I'm going to bring in a segment that we haven't done in a, in a little while called "From the Players," where we get questions from you guys and we answer them here on the show. It's been a long while. It's something I, I we loved doing back in the day, um, but uh, it kind of dried up, so we didn't really. Uh, get too much of it there was a question here early on uh where were we this time this one came from mordecai he asked the question is four guys game of the year or uh, so yeah essentially saying he says is four guys game of the year in your opinion or is it the last of us part two so he's essentially asking will four guys be game of the year is it for you what do you reckon I, I think Last of Us will win Game of the Year this year. I don't think there was much competition for that game. Yeah. The hype level- so You're frozen again. I know, I'm aware. The, hi <laughs> the hype level of that game and just the the polish on it, despite all the bad press that they got from internet fans being- well, I use the term fans loosely. The internet trolls being what they were, I still think this game will- I still think that game will take it, but uh, you know what's going to win game of the year for the multiplayer section? Four Probably guys. Fall Guys. Yeah, any sort of like yeah, like the the, the family friendly cat. Like yeah, if we're using if we're using Jeff Keeley's Game Awards categories, the the family friendly one, the multiplayer, the online service one. Oh it's yeah, hundred percent going like Four Guys. It won't win game of the year. Um, I, I'm I'm probably in the same boat. I think everyone's like, it'll it'll essentially be a jerk off between cyberpunk and the last of us part two that's where i I'm see it I'm, going i'm still pretty sure cyberpunk doesn't meet the cutoff date no yes november 13 <laughs> oh no I, i'm pretty sure cyberpunk does not meet the cutoff then, date which means cyberpunk's going to be competing against all the next gen stuff that's oh shit out. oh well it sucks to be them 
They shouldn't delayed nine times. Um, <laughs> yeah. So look, in my opi- in my opinion, right now, from the games that I've played, Last of Us is certainly up there. Um, even though I've really enjoyed Fall Guys, it's not what I would consider to be in my game of the year list. It's just, it's not for me. It's not what I look for in what I deem the the high end games that I play. So that's. Would you put it in your in your? Cause have you been playing a lot of it? Uh, I stopped playing for a while because I was. I I really like the premise of Fall Guys, but I like the. I don't like the team based stuff. I don't like being eliminated because I have a garbage team. Yeah. And there's nothing more frustrating than that. I agree. Um, yeah, that that's that's my only gripe with this game. But now with all the new updates, they're like, you know, you can't get multi, you can't get team based games twice in a row. You can't get team based games if there's uneven number of players. So they they've realised that that was an issue and they've fixed it, which is great. Uh, and now I've I've been back on it every once in a while. Yeah, I think in the same way that like the Oscars aren't like they aren't objective, in the same way the Game Awards aren't objective because really last year. The, the movie of the year, the film of the year should have been Avengers Endgame purely on numbers that like that movie sold more than any fucking movie on that, on that, that list for best film of the year. Same, same goes for games, man. Presumably God, Grand Theft Auto five objectively should be the game of the year again, purely on sales or in this case of a brand new game. Yeah. Four guys may be up there with its success, especially around PS plus, right? But that's not how it works. It it is there is that subjectivity around it. There people will go with how they feel, and then because it's all like based on like by critics, whatever. And mm. it's the same way that yeah, the Oscars. You know, it's a bunch of old crutchly fucks that that ha- that see film as high art. Therefore, these unnecessary high art films get in there. Um, same goes for games press like the the people that that help put those games in those categories you can kind of guess where they're going to go um not a bad thing last fuss is brilliant probably it's be my top three for sure this year top three unquestionably uh and then a second question comes here from dave or in my pants he goes what's the guess for the the ps5 price using your australian dollar redo he predicts 5.99 and 6.99 max what do you got uh, I'm sitting at 549, 649. Oh, you see, I think you guys are being way too conservative. I think 699 discless, 799 uh, with the disc in. No, I, I think they're going to sell them at a loss. I think they. I think after the PS, after the launch of the PS3, when the PS3 launched at its ludicrous price in yeah. Australia, um, I think they I think they're going to come in at what the the PlayStation Four came in at almost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so it's going to be that lower price point. I, I, I do, I do expect that, but like, I, I think with the current circumstances, the Australian dollar isn't as strong as it could have been. It is in this. Yeah, sorry, one second. Yes, mate. Can I have some water? Sure, have some of my water. There you go. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Eight hundred dollars is pretty epic. As the, uh, and, I, and I think that's the reason. I think there's a there's a series of circumstances that will push the price up that way. Whether it be that Australian tax that jacks the price up, uh, or you know, they they can say they can count cost of shipping. You know, international flights are aren't a thing right now. All your post offices are fucked here. In, you know, in Australia, like distribution is harder than ever before. In order to mm. get it to you on the day you want, we've had to put an extra price on it. 
that's what they could do. And that and the world as it is right now, there is a reason to do that. So yeah, eight hundred bucks is steep, but I, I look if I if if I were you, I would put eight hundred bucks in your bank account. That's what you should have. If it's not awesome, guess what? You get to buy another controller. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's how it should be. That's like yeah, I I think it's hard. That's where I'm keeping my bar. If it's any less, then then uh, then we're gonna gonna win. Uh, the Reverend Puck also adds a quick question. Are you trying to say that Cyberpunk wasn't the PlayStation game of the year? Hey, it may not be. It depends if it ever comes out. We'll wait and see on that one. But anyway, as I said, that game's so far away, knowing whether it will ever release ever. Uh, Max, let's talk about games that are coming out this week in a section we call Coming to the Players. Uh, this week we have nothing till September. <laughs> Uh, we have Spellbreak coming to PlayStation 4 September 3. Uh, we have Ari and the Secret of Seasons on September 1st. Uh, the big ones being Tony, uh, Hawk's, Tony Hawk's... Yeah, I'm getting there. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster <laughs> coming September 4th. Remake, Marvel. my friend. I ain't remaster. My fucking remake. Uh, remake. It's got it's got it here listed as remaster, but yeah, remake. Marvel's Avengers coming September 4th. Apparently and, September 1st if you, if you get the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, if you buy the Big Boy Edition, you get it five days earlier or three days earlier or yep. whatever that is. Uh, and NBA 2K21 coming September 4th to apparently every console known to mankind, including Stadia. Didn't think that was still working, but sure. <laughs> uh, that's it. That, that's it for this week. Tony Hawk's is your so, place. Avengers, if, so, you're, if, you're, if you're feeling flashy with your dollars. Tony Hawk's is going to be my place. I've already got it. Already pre-ordered it digitally got it ready to go yeah King's been. i will probably pick up tony hawks uh we uh, we've rec- we've requested a code for avengers so we'll be able to play that uh but expect so next week expect us to talk tony hawk uh maybe even the avengers depending on how we go but probably tony hawk it'll be tony hawk. <laughs> i think that's i think that's all i'm gonna play once it comes <laughs> uh, bring it home max let's get out of here while this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes, if you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all our links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. And we would love to continue doing From the Players. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you have to say. So, you know, hit us up on those social medias or if you have any questions, throw them in the Twitch chat and we'll answer at the end of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation podcast. Pod. If you listen to it on podcast services, before you sure to give it a five star rating and a written review. If you're watching on YouTube, give it a like, subscribe, uh, ring the bell, comment down below. We'd love to hear from you, as I mentioned. If you want, to, if you want to support us financially, you can Patreon.com/slash/thepopcultures or our merchandise store popcultures.com/slash/shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. And also, I believe the store's on sale right now. Go check it out. That they, they haven't taken down the pop, the, F, the FTP design yet. So maybe you can still get something. Fingers crossed. Let me know. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.
For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Kyle Dunn, Lee Winterchauvin, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.